Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So will I. If you chose surrender, so will I. If you chose to lay your life down, so will I. Thank you, Lord. Everything was created to worship you. So will I. Worship you, God. I worship you. I thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you are doing in our midst, God. I thank you for calling the prodigal home. I thank you that you don't judge us, that you don't beat us up when we mess up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you stand there with arms wide open, ready to take us back in and, and, and treat us the same way before we left. Thank you, Lord. And I thank you that we cannot exhaust you. Because <laughs> if anybody could, I could. We can't exhaust your provision. We can't exhaust your mercy. We cannot exhaust you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, God. Thank you that you love us so. You love us so that you laid your life down. You freely gave your life for us. Thank you. Oh, I give you praise for it. Thank you, encounter. Thank you, encounter. I said one time they were aptly named encounter. And if you'll just open up, you'll have an encounter with God. Yes, you will. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I said I didn't want to preach this message sober. <laughs> But, you know, uh, y'all done took care of most of it. So, <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That's how, he, that's how he works. He opens the door because, because I believe 100% that we are on the cusp of something amazing with God. I mean, we are right there on the brink of it. And part of it is a financial breakthrough. We got to have a financial breakthrough. Do you know that we cannot carry revival if we is broke? You can't do it. Call Browns. We'll ask them how much it cost. <laughs> Amen. And I wanted to just start off by saying in Ephesians 4 11, it says that he gives some apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. To equip the saints. So that's my call. That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to equip. Because I am a teacher, pastor, pastor, teacher. And I am to equip you to do the work of the ministry. Amen? So don't shoot the messenger. No, I'm just kidding. Y'all are y'all are very open and inviting and you and you embrace the word that that the Lord sent. You do you always do. But there's people out there in in um internet world that are listening. And they may not be so good to embrace that word because I've already been I hadn't even preached this yet, okay? I ain't preached this yet, but I have already been told today as a matter of fact. Now, that's what all preachers want is money. Y'all all after our money. First of all, I don't get none of your money. <laughs> okay, we just established that. I'm not after your money. I'm not trying to get your money. But like he was just saying, 
the enemy puts something on this right here. Because he knows that when you get this revelation, he can't stop you no more. He can't stop you no more. And today, the title of it, Rhonda, I never give a title, ever. <laughs> but the title is The Power of the Tithe. Now, y'all don't leave. Y'all don't run out. Don't shut me off, okay? The Power of the Tithe. Because it's a principle in the kingdom of God. It is a principle. What's a principle? A very important thing. Take, for instance, vegetable soup. What's the principal ingredient in vegetable soup? <laughs> veggies. Because if it wasn't for veggies, it would be chicken broth. You see what I'm saying? So, so this is a principle in the kingdom of God. And this is what we're trying to, to do is get a revelation of the kingdom. Because if I start operating in the kingdom of God, hey, I'm doing exactly what he wants me to do. Exactly how he wants me to do it. And guess what? Revival going to come. We're going we gonna to reap this harvest, and then we're going to get to go be with him. In that order. <laughs> I'm not, it's not an escape. I, the rapture is not an escape from this oh horrible world. No, we do not get to go until we get this right. Uh-oh. We do not. I'm going to say it again. We do not get to go in the rapture. Till we get this right. Okay? So y'all listen up. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. I said I don't want to do this sober. Whew. Thank you. And just, I'll just um, clarify that. I don't want to do this sober. Acts 2. Come on. Acts 2. They was falling down drunk when they come out that upper room. And they wasn't drinking nothing. It was all Holy Ghost. Because they said, Peter said, these folks ain't drunk like you think. They just filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay? And then he says in there, don't be drunk with wine, whereas in excess, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. So I figure it must look like the same thing. <laughs> kind of feels like the same thing. So, there we go. We got that out the way. Okay. Thank you, Jesus, for your provision and for him teaching us how to function in his kingdom. How many of you, you don't got to raise your hands, but I'm going to raise mine. How many of you, things ain't working like they're supposed to? We're sick. Our marriages are falling apart. I ain't got no money. It's like... Work all the time, work overtime, everything. I mean, I'm working my body to the bone. I ain't got no money. I can't buy nobody no Christmas present and pay my bills. Anybody like that? Come on. A couple of y'all admit it. Come on. I got both hands, both feet up. Come on. If it wasn't for Discover, would nobody be getting nothing this year. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah thank you for discover no i hate credit <laughs> he's like thank you for the discover card no we're not supposed to do things on credit i'm supposed to have enough that i don't have to go building up my credit card i'm supposed to have enough for me and you I'm supposed to have enough so what's wrong? Why don't I? Why don't I have enough? Well, there's a scripture, and we'll get to it today, and it says, take a look at yourself. <laughs> Consider your ways. Things ain't working. What's wrong? What you doing? What you not doing? See, that's what we have to look at. Not God ain't working this thing for me. God ain't fixing this thing for me. No, I got to consider what am I doing. Okay? Now remember, God sent me here to equip you. <laughs> and I want to be equipped. 
I want to get a revelation of the kingdom of God because he's a good king. And he said if we would seek him and his righteousness, his kingdom, then everything would be given. Everything would be established. It's all good, right? So there's something going on in me if it ain't right, if it ain't working right. Okay. I don't know. I got, y'all know every time I come up here, I get lots and lots of scriptures. I see them, it's like, there's a bunch. And I'm not going to keep you that long. But we know that tithe is an Old Testament. It's established in the Old Testament, right? Well, it is also in the New Testament. Okay? Because so, people, people say that's the law. That's under the law. That's Old Testament. Jesus... Matthew 5, 17 says that he did not come to do away with the law. He came and fulfilled the law. Because me and myself could not fulfill all of the law. But he did. Because he was sinless. And he fulfilled the entire thing. And now all I have to do is come up under what he did by fulfilling the law. And I can live in his righteousness. Okay, he still kept the law. He kept it. They still ate what he said eat. They did not eat what he said don't eat. They kept the feast. They still went to temple. Okay, they still kept the law. The only thing that stopped was killing the bulls. <laughs> That's what stopped. Because he is the sacrifice. Okay? Are we, we good? We good on that? That's what stopped. The killing of the bulls and the doves. Or they didn't kill doves. It was some kind of birds. Did they kill doves, Daddy? Okay. Sacrificing the animals. That's what stopped. Because he became the sacrifice. So, if we see something established in the Old Testament... We should also see it in the New Testament. And you will see it in the New Testament, okay? We see the killing of the bulls and the sacrificing of the animals in the Old Testament. And we see that he became the sacrifice. So we see tithe in the Old Testament, and it's in the New Testament. It didn't stop, okay? All right. Y'all stay with me. In Nehemiah 13, he says, he starts in verse 10 and he's saying, he's saying, um, well, let's just go look at it because I ain't going to get it right. Nehemiah is one of them books that we don't look at. It's on page 692. It's one of those that, you know, the pages will be stuck together because we don't ever look at it. 13, and let's start with verse 10. He says, I also realized that the portion for the Levites had not been given to them. For each of the Levites and the singers who did the work, who did the work, had gone back to his field. So I contended with the rulers, those, you know, who were set up in authority. And I said, now this is what he said, because they were not tithing. They were not tithing. And though so this is what he said. Why is the house of God forsaken? Why have we forsaken the house of God? Because we're not tithing. We have forsaken the house of God. Now, I'm preaching to the choir. I know it. But, internet. Okay. And I gathered them together and set them in their place. Then all Judah brought the tithe of the grain and the new wine and the oil to the storehouse. And I appointed as treasurers over the storehouse these people. <laughs> He said, I appointed them treasurers. And then they said, remember me, God, concerning this. So he, they, they then brought the tithe to the house of God, okay? And they can say, now, God, remember me because I did this. There's somewhere in the Psalms where David says, remember my giving. Okay? Now, if I do not tithe and things are going awry in my life I really can't say God what's up but if I tithe 
If I'm a tither, I can come to him and I can say, God, what's up? Because, see, one thing that I really want us to understand, and we're going to have to dig into it, I have to dig into it more, is the kingdom of God runs on legality. A lot of us are real familiar with the legal system. I just went to court um, Tuesday for the first time in my life. I had to go to court. Because I forgot to get tags on my car. They frown upon that. But I'm a tither. Let me just tell you that that Mr. Judge was passing out $400 fines. <laughs> right and left. And I said, Jesus, I tithe. I am a tither, and I'm sorry I forgot about this. You know, God, I got a lot on my mind. <laughs> and I just really forgot to do this. But I'm a tither, God. And he called my name. He said, Barbara Cooper. And I stood up there, and he said, Miss Cooper, you've been charged with, you know, failure. I don't remember, expired tags. And I said, he said, um, how do you plead? I said, I am so guilty. <laughs> the bailiff said she got him the next day lord lord <laughs> judge and, and he said miss cooper you have a good day it's all it's all over with and i said thank jesus thank you jesus because i didn't get stuck one in four hundred dollar fines i don't know if he was having a bad day i don't know what the deal was because because sometimes they will they'll let you go you know but he was passing them out <laughs> anywho Thank you, Jesus. And I honestly sat there and I said, whoa, Jesus, I'm a tither. I tithe God. And I really am sorry I forgot to do this. But I came to him on behalf of what I was doing because this is a principle in the kingdom of God. But if I don't do it, if I didn't tithe, I couldn't sit there and say, God, will you please don't let him give me one of these to hell, please. Because of the legalities of the kingdom. God gave us dominion, man and woman, I might add, just for the record. We, he created, he, them, male and female. So we have dominion, okay? And so in actuality, what God did was he tied his hands behind his back. And he said, I, I've given you the authority, and I can't touch this thing unless you do what you're supposed to do. Okay? If you'll go look at Deuteronomy 28, which we should go look at Deuteronomy 28, but it's long. But it says, it starts off in verse 1. Now, if you will hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God and do these things that I have told you to do. Then I will bless you, and that blessing will overtake you. But you got to do what I told you to do. I can't sit back on my laurels. I don't know what that is, but that's what the old folks used to say. I can't sit back on my laurels and not do what I'm supposed to do and expect the blessings to overtake me. And not being sick is a blessing. He says in Malachi, we've preached Malachi to the Lord. Y'all ought to know where Malachi's at. Malachi 3. Let's just go look at it again. Thank you, Jesus. Starting in verse 8. He says, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? And he said, in tithes and offerings. Tithe is one thing. Offering is something different. Okay? It's, it's two different things. And he said, you robbed me in both of them. Okay. Um, you are cursed with the curse, for you have robbed me. Even this whole nation, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me. Prove me. See, that's what I did sitting in that courtroom Tuesday morning. I tried him. Because I said, I'm a tither. God, remember, I tithe. 
fix this thing for me in my stupidity. And he did. Yes, he did. Thank you, Jesus. He says, try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour you out a bl- such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I, Jesus, God, your Father, will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And that $400 fine was the devourer. Me being sick, having to pay doctor bills and prescriptions and all that stuff, that's the devourer. Me putting too much money on the Discover card is also the devourer. Okay? Pastor Robert taught us that one time. He, he taught us one time. He said, teaching this scripture, he said, um, uh, the Lord said, what if you're the, the devourer? And so often I have been. But, he, but if we will tithe <laughs> and give offering... And so, seed, he would get us out of that mess, too. But we got to do what he said do. Okay? We got to walk in obedience. And that's my heart, is that we know what he said, and that is what we do. Amen? That's what I want to do, is walk in full obedience to this word and the spoken word. Hallelujah. So, if I will, if I will give tithes, my tithes, tithe simply means ten. That's what it means. So I got to give him tenth of my increase. Offering is above that. Seed is above that. Because offerings and seeds, are, they're different. It's all different. If I do those things, then I can come to him and I can say, okay, God, you said that you would rebuke the devourer. You said that you would open up the windows of heaven. And you said, you know, that, that he's going to pour me out a blessing that I don't have room enough to contain. And that's not just money. That's things in my house not breaking down, my car running, you know. My, uh, one time, y'all, I'll just give you a little example. I wanted to go to, we were ha- there was a revival somewhere. It was in Monroe. We were somewhere. I don't even remember down where it was at. But I drove that big old Cadillac DeVille. Coupe DeVille, big old tank, and it took some gasoline. And this was um, when I didn't have no money, but I still tithed. I mean, you know, I would just, whatever I could, I'm giving God something. And um, my gas tank was literally on the E. It was on the E, and I'm fixing to drive to Monroe. Crazy, crazy. But I said, God, I want to go so bad. I want to go to this. And by faith, I just, I felt go. And so I just drove to Monroe and back on an empty tank of gas. Yes, I did. (laughs) You couldn't, you, you didn't run around town too many times in that car without filling it up, you know. But God just sustained my gas. Hallelujah. I've told y'all this before that, you know, my husband started paying the bills and I didn't have no money to travel no more. And Hannah, I liked to travel when we was going after God, you know. And, and conference, the very first conference that I was ever going to be involved in was coming up. And I did not have any money to go. I had, I tithe off whatever I was getting, I would tithe off of it. And I'm talking about it might be $2. But I gave my tithe, and, and I had $25 in my purse. $25 do not get you a hamburger at the conference, much less to the conference. And the Lord just said, sow it. And so I got that $25, and I run up here, and I laid it in Pastor Eileen's Bible as she was down there preaching. And she come back up here, she said, oh, Lord, look at all this money, you know. And anyway, people just started giving me money. I told y'all my mother-in-law gave me money. People would just, I would find it in my pocket. I found it on the ground. I would just find money everywhere. I went to conference 
paid for my room, paid for my reservation, paid for all them expensive hot hamburgers that you're eating in five-star hotels, bought every single book that they offered, and I come home with like $500. Oh, and I tithed off that money that very first service. That very first service, we were, they, were, they opened it up to give. And you want to give everything at those conferences. And I was like, God, what do I do? What do I do? I knew I had to tithe off the money he gave me to go to conference. Pastor Eileen was sitting right down there. And she said, I didn't know this until afterwards, but she said she was praying God had given her an amount to give. And she didn't have it. And she was like, well, God, what am I going to do? I know you told me to give this, but I don't have this. And so everybody's lining up. They did it different that night. Usually they pass the bucket. But that night they let us bring our offering. And so whenever I was going up that aisle, I just knew it. I just leaned over in that aisle where she was at. She's like on the second or third seat from the aisle. And I put that money again on her Bible. And it was just exactly what God told her to give. So he blessed me. And he blessed her. But I tithed off of what he gave me. And I brought money home. I brought it home. If we'll just obey him, if we will obey him, he will come through. In Genesis 4, it talks about Cain and Abel and how um, Abel gave this offering and, and Cain gave this one. And in some translations, it says that Cain gave some. Abel gave the best that he had. So offering, all of that is established. Adam is teaching his kids that we give to God because God is God and we honor him. So they knew about giving. They knew about tithing and offering and stuff like that. And then in 14 is when the tithe, the word tithe is established with Abraham and Melchizedek. Okay, Melchizedek was a high priest, and Abraham, he knew to give a tenth of all that he had just gotten from the wars, right? So, it's already been, it's being established. They knew to do this. Okay, they knew to do it. Um, in Hebrews 7, it just re-talks about the account in, in um, Genesis 14. But in, um, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Matthew 23. Matthew 23, start in verse 23 and 24. We should look in 23. Okay. It says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. You are blind guides who strain out a a gnat and swallow a camel. I just added that one. (laughs) But what he said was, You should be tithing. Jesus said, yes, you should be tithing. But you cannot tithe and leave out this. Vice versa. You cannot be just and have mercy and have faith and not tithe. It doesn't work that way. Okay? We have to have the whole counsel of God. All right? The whole counsel of God. And I'm trying to help us today. Trying to help us. In Luke 21, where you see the widow, the widow gave them might. Jesus was sitting at the offering plate. (laughs) We do not do that. But Jesus was sitting at the offering plate, and he was watching what they gave. Y'all all say, thank God we do not do that. I'm going to sit right here and watch you. But he does. He had never stopped watching. He's seeing who's obeying. He is seeing that. And that just like he was saying, it's not so much the amount. It, but it is a heart issue. 
it, tithe is not a money thing. It's a heart thing. Come on, y'all. It's not about money. It's about my heart. Do I obey him or not? Do I obey him? So that little widow, she gave everything she had. And according to him, it was more than what those people were, they was throwing, they was like wanting you to see them. Because they was putting a lot in there. But it wasn't anything compared to what she gave. Because it's the heart that matters. It's a heart issue. And I, we talked about this when we were talking about honor. And we're going to talk about it again. Let's go back over to Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. You know, God said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, you will keep my word. That's what he said. So if I love him, if I honor him, y'all remember what honor is. Honor is, is when I place a weighty value on you. You are important to me. I do not intend on living without God. I certainly can't die without him. Amen? He is very, very weighty in my life. I must have him. For my very existence, I have to have him. I do not want to make a decision, a life decision without him. Amen? I don't want to be trying to figure this thing out on my own. Apostle Angie said one time, she said, if you make your own way, you got to make your own way. That has never left me. If I just do it out of my head, then I'm going to have to take care of myself. I'm going to have to make my own way. I'm going to work, I'm gonna have to work this thing for me. Well, how many of you know you can't work this thing? It's a spiritual thing. And we can't work it. That's why things ain't working for me. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Let's, okay, it says, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty. See, it's not, it's not about him getting your money. It's so he can get something to you. When we are seeking him with everything and I am obeying his word, then he blesses me. He comes through for me. Okay, let's go on over here to Haggai. I'm fixing to wrap her up. Moni uh, Monica. I love you, Monica. <laughs> she on my mind. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. The first part of the week, like was it Monday, Monday night when you guys was dreaming? Monday night, um, Sister Rhonda and Andy were having dreams. Talking about dreams. He was, his dreams was warfare. He was, he was shooting down the devil so that her dreams could come through. That's true. And she um, told me these dreams, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. She dreamed three dreams, and they were all, you know, consecutive. And they mentioned each other. The dreams mentioned each other. And in, and in the last dream, in the last dream, it was so cool. Can I just tell it? Thank you, because I was going to. <laughs> but I would have stopped if you just said, no, let me. And in the last dream, she dreamed that, that um, Pastor Eileen was there. And she was in her house. And it was a two-story house. And all around her house was daffodils. She said it were beautiful daffodils. It was just full of daffodils. And the daffodils kept being mentioned in the dream. And we were um, feeding people. And we were housing people. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. This, this right here is Pastor Eileen's house. Hey, this is Pastor Eileen's house. Thank you, Jesus. And we have built on Pastor Eileen's house, which is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, she built the foundation. We're supposed to build on top of it. Build on top of it. And those, those daffodils, she says she knew they were significant, and so they looked up the definition of the daffodils and what they stood for, and they stand for rebirth and new life. Ha! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
This house, new birth, re, new life, rebirth. Hallelujah. God is up to something around here. Revival, that's revival, y'all, because we were housing people. We were having to put people up in the house. We were having to find places for people to stay, and we were, we were feeding them flapjacks. She's like, and I don't ever say the word flapjack, but we were feeding them flapjacks, and Andy started seeing, you know, that that, that was with Elijah and the little widow woman, and she had them just enough to make that cake and give it to him, and then provision never left. She had provision, provision, provision. And that provision kept going because she built a place for that prophet. Amen. Amen. You cannot exhaust his provision. We cannot exhaust his provision. If we will walk in that obedience to his word, oh, my goodness at what he's going to do. What is he going to do? Okay, let's go to Haggai. Y'all know that a few months ago, God spoke to me and gave me a breakthrough of my life in Haggai 2. Well, Rhonda said she knew that word, and she knew that it was going to go with those dreams, but she couldn't, didn't know where it was at. So she started in 1. And in verse 2, we will start with, because we won't read all those names. But in, in Haggai 1, verse 2, it says, Thus speak the Lord. Of host saying, The people say, The time has not come that the time that the Lord's house should be built. Then the word of the Lord came to Haggai the prophet, saying, If it is time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses and this temple lie in ruins, now therefore, says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Okay? Think about what you're doing. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but you do not have enough. You drink, but you're not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put it into a bag with holes. Every one of y'all said, that's what it felt like. Right? That I work and work and work and I put my money in a purse and it's full of holes. It just falls out. Just never have enough to do anything with. Consider your way. Consider what, what you are doing. Verse 7 says, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your way. See, he don't say it just one time. He says it several times. When he says something more than one time, we have to pay attention to it. Consider your ways. Verse 8, go up to the mountains and bring wood and build the temple that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified, says the Lord. And you looked for much, but indeed it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why? Says the Lord of hosts. Because of my house that it was in ruins while every one of you runs to his own house. So he's saying you don't take care of me, but you try. you're trying to take care of yourself. But he says right here, you eat and you're not full. And you drink and you're still thirsty. You have clothes on, but you're still cold, okay? Okay, 10. Therefore the heavens above you withhold the dew, and the earth withholds its fruit. For I called for the drought on the land and the mountains, on the grain and on the new wine and on the oil, and whatever the ground brings forth on men and livestock and on the labor of your hands. He's saying, I... I did this because we're not obeying him. Um, let me see where I want to go now. Where do I want to go? Thank you, Jesus. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. In verse 14, it says, So the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, son of this person, and governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of that person, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. You guys are a remnant of the people. Y'all are a remnant. A remnant of what was. You're a remnant. You are a remnant. Thank you, Jesus. 
for the remnant. Thank you for the remnant. Thank you for those who stayed, God. Thank you for those who stayed, God. Thank you for the remnant. Thank you for the ones who stayed here. They stayed with you, God. Thank you for them. Thank you because we would be nothing had you not stayed. Thank you for the remnant. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yay! Thank you for the remnant. And I ask you to bless the remnant. I bless the remnant. I bless the remnant. In the name of Jesus, I bless the remnant. I bless those that stayed. I bless those that pressed through. I bless those that pressed through. When the enemy tried to destroy, I bless you for persevering. I bless you for staying. That the blessings of the Lord overtake you. That the presence of God come upon you. That you carry the glory of God because you stayed when you did not have to. It would have been easy for you to leave, but you stayed. And I thank you. Thank you for staying. Thank you for staying. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Now, in one, you see where they started bringing what they needed to bring in order to build the house of the Lord. And two, this is where he spoke to us in prayer one day. Chapter 2, verse 2, it says, Speak now to Zerubbabel and to Joshua and to the remnant, saying, Who is left among you, who saw this temple in its former glory, And how do you see it now in comparison with it? Is it not, is this not in your eyes as nothing? Thank you, Jesus. Yet now be strong. Three times. Be strong. Be strong, Zerubbabel. Be strong, Joshua. Be strong, remnant. All you people of the land, says the Lord, and work. Do the work. Do the work, because I'm with you. I did not leave either. (laughs) I'm with you. Be strong and do the work, because I am with you, says the Lord of hosts. According to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains among you. Do not fear. For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more, in a little while, I will shake heavens and earth and the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations and they will come to the desire of all nations. And in in the Hebrew, it says, I will shake the nations and they will bring their riches. Hey! Ha! Hey! He says, I'm going to shake them. I'm going to shake them again. There is a wealth transfer coming. I'm going to shake them. And you're going to work a miracle in their life, and they're going to give you what you need. They're going to give you some money because it takes money to run these things. It takes money to have revival. It takes money to house people and feed people. It takes money. And I ain't after your money. I just said I don't get none of it. This is so God can get something to you. I want you to tithe because it is a principle of the kingdom of God. And if you don't obey one principle, you don't obey none of them. None of them. And I want God to open up the windows of heaven. I want him to pour out a blessing that you don't have room enough to contain. I want him to pour out, pour out upon you. I want you to walk in divine health. I want you to not have to go to the doctor anymore. I don't want you to have to take shots and and, and buy prescription drugs. I don't want your money going for that. I want you, I want the kingdom of God operating in your life. 
the kingdom operating in your life. He said, if you would hearken unto my words and you would do them, the blessings of the Lord will overtake you. It's more than just dollars. Oh, but they are included in it. He said, remnant, I am with you. Keep working. Keep on pressing. Keep on doing what you're doing. Because I am with you. And then he says this. Hey. Ho. Shakarabo sondorobosheti. Ho. Oh, my God. This was one month. <laughs> mm, one month of them building the house of the Lord. Because he marked the dates. He said, this date of this month of this year. This date of this month of this year. It was one month of operating in what he said do, of building his house. And he says right here, oh, in the rest of seven, he said he's going to shake them nations. Because he said in eight, he said the silver is mine and the gold is mine. It all belongs to me. It don't belong to you and it don't belong to nobody else. It's all mine. Every bit of it belongs to him. And he said, he, he said that money is mine, and I'm going to make them give it to who I want them to give it to. You know, it's not just us. There's other places out there that minister the gospel of Jesus Christ. Revival is about to hit. It's, about, it's already started. My God, it's already started. We just got to get it in us so that we can get out there with it. And when they see it in us, when they see the fire in us, they run into it. They going to run to it. And some of them ain't going to have no place to go. We're going to have to house them. We're going to have to feed the ministers, okay? We're going to have to feed them. We're going to have to house them. We're going to have to do all those things. Hallelujah. We need money to do it. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless you with everything that you need, oh God. Oh, in the, in the Old Testament, the priest, and that's what I represent today, is the priest would hold up his right hand and he would bless the people. Stand to your feet now. Stand up and lift up your right hand. To receive the blessing. Huh. Oh. The glory of the latter house will be greater than the former. In the name of Jesus, I bless you to carry the glory of God. I bless you to carry the fire of God. I bless you. I bless you to carry the fire of God. I bless you to be the remnant, the end time remnant of God. I bless you to carry the fire of God everywhere you go. I bless you to be consumed with that fire. In the name of Jesus, I bless you that all spiritual blessing overtake you. That it runs after you and it overtakes you. In the name of Jesus, I bless you with health. I bless you with health. I bless you with health. Oh! I bless you with health, divine health. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I felt strongly before service started to bless my son. I laid my hands on his face, just like that. I bless you with new sounds from heaven. I bless you that the sounds coming out of your spirit, man, will reverberate throughout this world, that you will be a voice in this end-time revival, a voice in this end-time revival. And I bless you, Carrie, Carrie, the glory of God. He said, remnant. I am with you. 
He said, be strong and keep doing the work because I'm with you. I'm with you. Keep doing what you're doing. Make sure you do the whole counsel of God. That's what this was about today. Make sure that you do everything that he says do. Make sure that you're tithing. Make sure that you're doing these things. Everything else will line up. It'll line up. I remember I said that the revelation is a key to the kingdom of God. Get a revelation that if I obey him, I obey him, then he moves on my behalf. Thank you, Lord. My God, oh, every single one of you that gave. Return it, God, a hundredfold. Return it, God, a hundredfold for everything, every need they have, God. Meet every need that they have. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh. Oh, now, oh, my God, thank you. Yes, thank you. Just pull that word into you. Just pull that word into you. I thank you, God, that when I obey kingdom principle, When I obey kingdom principle, you, you step up. You rebuke the devourer. You open the windows of heaven. You do it, God. Thank you. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you. I pray, Father, that you seal this word. Seal this word in their hearts, God. Remember, That the devil comes quick for the word. He comes quick for it. But we seal it. This is sown on good ground. And we're going to do what the word of God says. We're going to do what the word of God says. And I'm going to reap 30, 60, or 100-fold revelation in the name of Jesus. 30, 60, 100-fold revelation of the kingdom of God. Thank you for it, Jesus. Oh, Bless you, Lord. I bless you. I bless you, Lord. Thank you for what you've done in this place today, God. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.